Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's a nice beat. Hour number three on a Friday. Chad and Zay with you. Zay's always got a beat for you at the beginning of the third hour. Where are we going, Zay? Going to New Orleans. Manny Fresh beat. The artist. Juvenile. Okay. 1998, 1999. 400 degrees. Juvenile. Couldn't have been hotter back then. Wait, the name of the song is 400 Degrees? Yes. That's a great title. Yeah, That's name great. of the song and album. On that album, classics like Huh and Back That Ass Up. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, Juvenile. There's a lot of respect for him in the business, I said. Ton sense. of respect. Yeah. Ton of respect. And Juvenile has been associated with somebody else famous. Am I correct? Lil Wayne. Oh, no, no, I meant like in a relationship. In a relationship. Has Juvenile dated or may- been married to anybody famous? I maybe, don't think so. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. All right, I'm thinking of somebody different. Juvenile uh, and the beat getting us started this hour. Chad and Zay with you. We got a lot of uh, got basketball and football, the two main things, but you're mixing in a little Tiger Woods, especially after today on the course. Oh, man, they've got cameras everywhere. Let's get into uh, a lot of different things on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Our weekly visit with Jeff Ketchum, always fun, and i got a feeling like it's going to be even more fun this week. Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com, at GKCatch on Twitter. Catch, what's up, man? Happy almost one-week anniversary of the Philadelphia Eagles losing the Super Bowl. Yay! <laughs> That's right. You're damn right you got to bring that up. How satisfying was it for you, Catch, as a Cowboys fan? I've been squawking about it all week. The air just smelled a little cleaner to me. The Eagles still only have one, and their record is now 1-3 and three in the big game. Your thoughts? I have, in my mind, never felt more like a proud Aggie <laughs> in enjoying someone else's success that has actually nothing to do with me more than I did on Sunday. I was borderline giddy at the end of that game. So it, it occurred to me, like, that is, you know, when I was seven years old, my first football team was the Aggies. It's the most I've felt like an Aggie since I was seven, eight, and nine years old in my Pop Warner League in Waco, Texas. Yeah, see, y'all, y'all like to call that being an Aggie. We just call it looking for that silver lining, man. Sometimes you gotta find the silver lining. You don't. You're not happy about the whole situation, but you just find the part of it that makes you smile. That's what you got to do. I'm alarmed by how good that felt. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's what we've got now, though, as Cowboys fans. It's that you and I get to sit back and do the whoo thing twice for the Eagles and twice for the Niners. Yet we haven't watched the Cowboys get close. That's where we live right now. God bless the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, <laughs> yes. 
I, I don't. I would not have probably taken this phone call today had it gone the other way around. So, <laughs> I know. It was a life change. It was a life changing event. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Jeff, because a lot of mock drafts are coming out nowadays, and some has Bijan Robinson maybe going to Philly. How would that make you feel then? Mm. It's not going to happen. Because the Eagles draft smarter than that. Mm. No offense to Bijan. I mean, we all love Bijan, but there is a world out there that has acknowledged that taking running backs in the first round of the draft isn't the wisest football move to make. And, you know, they've got number 10. They'll probably take a big, badass defensive lineman because that's, what, that's how they've built their team. Uh, and I don't know, I don't know if they're going to move heaven and earth to get to Bijan, I think there will be a lot of teams, 20 through 30, that can talk themselves into what Bijan Robinson could do for them, even if, again, it doesn't make – the Philadelphia Eagles didn't get to the Super Bowl because they had a bunch of running backs that they had drafted really early on. They went to the Super Bowl in part because they were able to spend their money elsewhere. Bijan is that really pretty shiny thing. But, you know, I mean, it, it has been proven that putting all of your money in the running back position isn't the best thing in the world. And I think the thing that you worry about with someone like Bijan is that he's so good you're going to have to give him a second contract because you can't let that guy just leave your team. And then what does it mean? So I, I'm not real worried about the Eagles – doing that i think there will be other teams that so i'm, I'm not going to entertain your question <laughs> because i refuse to acknowledge that it truly exists as a possibility yeah that's fair uh that, that's totally fair plus the yeah the eagles don't seem to want to beat anybody with shiny they want to beat you with blunt instruments and that's what they did almost to a title this year jeff ketchum orange bloods I expect them to take two big big fat dudes <laughs> yeah right and like yeah and then they'll just keep hurting quarterbacks all throughout the next like few years. Correct. That is exactly what I'm expecting as well. Uh, speaking of what we're expecting, Catch, give me a thought on uh, Longhorn Baseball. They're about to get started with three SEC opponents. Uh, I'm interested that they've got a freshman from Waxahachie that's apparently going to be the first baseman this year. What is standing out to you about David Pierce's team? What do you want to find out this weekend? Is there any good? I mean, it's weird because some people don't have the Longhorns in the top 25. Uh, this is thought to be a bit of a rebuilding year, and I've seen Texas baseball over the years take rebuilding years and go to Omaha, and I've seen the opposite of that. Not very often, but occasionally it has happened. Uh, it will be strange to watch Texas baseball without Ivan Melendez. It feels like uh, last year he just symbolized – the team in general, and I felt like I tuned into Texas baseball just to watch them bat. So entirely different team, a, a bunch of new faces, expectations always high around Austin, but around the country not so much for this Texas baseball team. So in this opening weekend, I'm, I, I will draw no conclusions. I'm just curious of opening impressions uh, for a season – that a lot of people who follow Texas baseball just aren't quite sure what they've got on their hands. Hmm. 
Catch, let's go to the hardwood a little bit. Uh, we know the Horns lost a tough one on Big Monday against Texas Tech. And, you know, even though Texas Tech is at the bottom of the Big 12, it's still a pretty good team, pretty good Mark Adams ball club. Now they got OU tomorrow, and OU being a couple of good teams as of late. We know they beat Alabama and they beat Kansas State. But you see Purdue go down last night, and you see – Alabama go down the other day. There's no one team in all of college basketball that sticks out that you could say, okay, they're going to have a one-way ticket to Houston because they're that dominant, which as a Texas fan, it has to be a little bit of optimism there, knowing that, hey, even though Texas looked bad on Monday, they could still play off anybody in the country. Yeah, and I think that as we get ready to go into the tournament, this will be – you know, there's some years where you feel like all the number one seeds where you're filling out your bracket are going to go in or you have to talk yourself into picking somebody other than a first, second, or third seed. This college basketball season is – it's hard to find a team that I think can win six consecutive games against really high-level competition. So it will make for a fantastic free-for-all. It also means that if you're Texas, if you can get hot – there's no reason why this team can't win a lot, have some success in the tournament. I mean, uh, I can talk myself into if they have a bad night and they play the wrong team um, that they can lose, but they're good enough. They've got enough experience. You know, we just don't talk enough about how experienced this team is. They've got players who are like 46 years old on this team. (laughs) Um, And it means a lot in college basketball. And I think that – you know, enjoy this ride because I think this team is fully capable of, of doing just about anything. Tomorrow is a take care of your business, win by any means necessary type of game. You need to win your home games. Uh, Oklahoma would be a bad loss at this point in the season. They've got five games to go, and it is a Texas-Kansas-Baylor battle for uh, Big 12 supremacy in terms of winning the regular season title. Now, we know – Regular season titles in college basketball don't mean a lot. I mean, they just don't. We we move right on to the tournament, and then what happens next is kind of the thing that uh, identify. They're only slightly more valuable than conference tournament titles. As Shaka Smart, um, but it's there for the taking. This Texas basketball program has not won enough conference championships. Championships in general. They've got a chance. They've got a chance. Both, you know, what's interesting is with five games to go, Baylor, Kansas, and Texas have fairly similar schedules. They all have to play each other. Uh, Tomorrow, I think if Texas can handle its business, suddenly you turn your attention to Baylor and Kansas, and the loser of that game with four games to go has got got some work to do. I think the winner of that game emerges um, as obviously, you know, I mean, the math is the math. It becomes the most serious contender to Texas for winning the Big 12 championship, it's hard not to look at the season finale where Texas plays Kansas and not think that at the very least there's a share of the conference championship that will be on the line. So all Texas needs to do tomorrow, just win. Just handle your business. Come out, be grown-ups. You're experienced. you got a bunch of old dudes um, that are really good. Let them handle their business. Let Baylor and Kansas beat each other up. You will have your opportunity to take a beating or give a beating against one of these two teams in the coming four games that follow. Uh, but it's a fun end of the Big 12. It, it, uh, 
in a year when the Big 12 has been blood and guts and on any given day any of these teams can beat the other team, it's fun now that there are five games left, and I think there are three teams that will have high expectations going into the tournament that are all fighting for a regular season championship. This has a chance to be the kind of iron sharpens iron motif that we can get to the tournament, and if one of these three teams makes a real big run, we will look back at this final stretch and go, this is part of what made this team as tough as it is. I think it's an opportunity for Texas in a season defined by the uncomfortable circumstances that are taking place. You cannot put enough value on the opportunity that's in front of this team if they can grab it and just run with it. Talking with Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com. All right, Ketch, let me give you a little uh, salacious curveball here because I know you can handle it. So this Tiger Woods story that developed during the show is truly bizarre. I'll set it up for those that haven't heard it. Tiger and Justin Thomas are playing today. Tiger outdrives him on a hole and hands him something as they are walking up the fairway. It is pretty, is very clear from cameras that caught it that what he handed him is a tampon. So, in 2023, A, can sports fans watch this and actually find it funny, and B, will these guys have to have a press conference about it? I think this is where we need to have a little bit of perspective. Had he handed him $20, the outrage would be so much worse, right? If the idea was, these guys were gambling, you can't have that, you can't have these. I thought at first Tiger handed him $20. Okay or like some sort of dollar bill. And I thought originally the story was going to be we clutch our pearls at the idea that these guys are gambling and (laughs) and exchanging dollars in the middle of a pro golf tournament. Instead, it's a tampon. And look, if we can't laugh at a tampon, then we've lost our senses, like our, our, our ability to just laugh at things goes out the window. I don't know anybody who's offended by this in part because I don't know what, like, I don't know other than, you know, the tamponness of it all. I don't know, like, what the implication is that would make us upset in a way where there would need to be a press conference. So it's arbitrarily a really weird thing to, I've, I've, Chad, have you ever handed another man a tampon under any circumstances? Nope. I have not. No, neither have I. <laughs> I have not. I no, also like the no real reason. Yeah, I also love the text we got of what we need to ask is why is Tiger carrying tampons around in his golf bag? Like, is it for this reason? I want to know what <laughs> Justin Thomas was going to give him had Tiger not like outdriven him and given him a tampon. Like I'm get- what, yeah. what is where do the stakes go from here? I'm guessing on that side of it it would be like sports cream, icy hot, you know, old man joke. Right? Yeah, Ben Gay. Ben Gay, an old man joke going the other way. That's what I would assume. Again, it's just weird. <laughs> I don't know the relationship between these two guys where like that is part of the possible exchanging in a round of golf, I'm just not going to overthink it. Yeah, There's so many other things that I can draw outrage from. <laughs> um, you know, the least of which, like, the way my head was working in the last 24 hours when uh, I see the comments from Tom Izzo where he's like, 
You know, we can play a basketball game and it can honor people who are dead. And I was just like, dude, there's a part of me that wanted to be outraged and say, can you just admit that you want to play basketball and like that you need to play the games without connecting it to like a a horrible situation? Like I hate when sports try to do that because I don't know that, that, that it's, but you know, in the end, like that's a weird thing to get outraged about. Right. This is a tampon. I just, <laughs> it just feels like at the end of the day, we need to acknowledge the silliness of it um, and not try to do that thing where we look for outrage. Because I've done that in the last 24 hours. I don't know if it's fair or not to Tom Izzo. I found my, I'm so used to being in a position where I'm supposed to be outraged that I, I saw comments from Izzo and I was like, am I supposed to be outraged? I'm kind of outraged. I'm, should I be outraged? So at the end of the day, I just don't have any outrage towards a tampon. I just want to point out that if my math is right, I met Jeff Ketchum in 2008. We started doing a show. It was actually St. Patrick's Day of 2008. So we are cooking up on 15 years, Ketch, since we've known each other. And I just heard you say the word tamponness for the first time. <laughs> like that was, well, I, asked, you know, I asked a question that created that word, and I am proud of myself. I think the th- during the break, I also thought of us, our relationship started in 2008, really in earnest. Um, and I can't help but think of the U.S. Open that year when Tiger yeah. wins the U.S. Open. Right. And you and I had a show to do. And I can remember like at 3.20 p.m., our show starting at 4.00. And almost calling in and saying, I'm going to be late. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I am not missing the theater of that Monday playoff round that existed. Um, yeah, you and I go back a long way, all the way back to essentially kind of the beginning of the end of Tiger. And as That's true. his peak kind of existed, and then for the last 15 years, the Tiger Woods movie, this is where it goes into the final act of real weirdness. Yeah, no kidding. All right, real quick. To the point where now he's handing tampons. He's handing tampons to people. Yeah, that's true. All right, quick trivia on the way out. Who was he facing in that U.S. Open in 08? Do you remember his name? Oh, my God. The old guy. Um, One one day playoff, great dude, had that big smile. He loved every minute of it. Fought Tiger shot for shot, almost took it from him. Great name. I've forgotten. I feel awful. Just tell me. Rocco Mediate. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I never would have remembered that. Rocco. Oh, that was good stuff. I barely remember that Rocco was a li- like a live person. That's <laughs> almost a name that if you'd given me five names, I would have thought, oh, that's the fake name. Yes. What's, I don't know what the real answer, but that's a fake name. Yeah. No, that was uh, – and I – that was back when when Tiger could, like, play on one leg and still beat the hell out <laughs> yeah, of people. Right. By the way – Exactly. Do you think – this segment of radio, you think there's another radio show in America today that has said the word tampon more than we have in this segment? <laughs> I would offer this is Guinness Book of World uh, Records level tampon commentary. I think, I think we've set a record. I don't know what that means. I don't know if we should brag about it, but I do think it has occurred. We deserve an award, Catch. We definitely do. <laughs> we- Is there a hip-hop song that Zay can play called Tampon? <laughs>
Oh my God! I have no idea. Just Can like we come back to break. Yeah. You know, I don't even know. Let me hold on. I'm go, I'm on, I'm online. I'm just going to YouTube real oh, quick. Lord. And I'm going to type in tampon song. <laughs> Please. I don't. just want to know if such a thing could possibly exist. Oh my God! It's on somebody's third album. Eight tracks there deep. There is something called the tampon song. <laughs> hold on. Okay. There's a song by some dude named Buddy Brown that has over 400,000 views. Wow. And the name of the song is They're Going to Put Tampons in the Boys' Room. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if that is a radio-suitable song. Yeah, probably But it's not. also not like some guy with a guitar with 520 views after, like, 12 years. Damn. So it got enough play that were in the hundreds of thousands of views in less than a year. Yeah, like you always said, Catch, I don't know if it's good radio, but we did have a good time. That is what I would say about this segment. As always, Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com, at GK Catch <laughs> on Twitter. If you are outraged at how many times the word tampon was said during this segment, please tw- uh, send your tweets to Catch and not us. Let him take all of that. Catch, we appreciate it, it man. It was like the F word in a Scorsese film. <laughs> like, we were it really was. It really was. It was like a Tarantino, if you think about it. It really was kind of a Tarantino <laughs> type of uh, type of segment we just did. I feel like he would be proud of us right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, that and that come out of retirement. Like, I don't even like sports talk. Yeah, I don't like sports talk radio, but I like uh, that. Yeah, and that tells us probably that gives you your answer. I think more than anything else. <laughs> That is that is Jeff Ketchum, kids. Uh, Jeff, you tell your wife and children we said hello, and please don't tell them what we talked about. Thank you, man. I'm not going to tell them hello. I'm going to say tampon to them. <laughs> Later, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks, Catch. Jeff Ketchum, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we'll see if that Tiger Woods story has any legs to it as we roll through this tournament. Um, and we can talk about the uh, uh, in terms of why today matters coming up. This Tiger Woods tournament him playing well if he's in it over the weekend are you interested we'll get into that plus we have some massive birthdays to talk about sports and otherwise stay with us it's the horn if you want to hear some of this g-a-m-a say party play a partner with just sprinkle me party play a partner with just sprinkle me party play a partner with just sprinkle me Kicking on back on the Hennessy. Forty water, water with your sprinkle me. Forty water, water with your sprinkle me. Forty water, water with your sprinkle me. I'll be more hipper than a hippopotamus. Get off in your head like a neurologist. Push him away to Atlas. Got a partner by the name of Tupacalus. The 707 Marines going hella far back to Florida. Whoa. Some quick work there. Do I have any shot here, Zay? Nah, probably not. Okay. Tell me who it is. E40. Yeah, I didn't have a shot. E40? E40. Is that one person? Yes. Or a group? One person. E40. Okay. Sprinkle me, mate. Sprinkle me, mate. Where is he from? The Bay Area. Okay. Oakland, California. All right. E40. I've not, so, not heard of E40. E40, Too Short, Snoop Dogg, and Ice Cube just dropped the album together. Really? Yeah. Is Too Short from out there as well? Yes. He's from out west? Yeah. Okay. It's like called, oh, this is Sugar Tea, by the way. Uh, it's 
like Greatness of the West or Mount Westmore. I think that's what the album's called. Really? Yeah. That's a great title. Right. Mount Westmore. Yeah. That's good. It's all right. It's okay. all right. Not a great record, but an all right record? Yeah. E-40, super underrated. Okay. E-40, The Doors, Kansas, Scandal, Ozzy. It's all been a part of the show. Juvenile, a great beat to start the hour. Here's what I think I mixed up. Is Genuine associated with a famous person? In I some don't way. know. I'm just going to keep naming rappers that start with that sound and see if I get it. I'm th- there's somebody I can't. I thought it was juvenile that had been associated with like a a famous you know female athlete or a female like a an actress or something. I like wouldn't that. be surprised if it was genuine. Genuine had all the ladies back then. Yeah, I can't remember who I'm thinking of. All right, so a lot of good music today as always. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on this weekend in terms of uh, you know a little bit of football trying to make it with the XFL, but mainly uh, for a lot of you that may not be interested there. You got NBA All Star Weekend, Daytona is this weekend. Obviously, college basketball. Basketball with Texas facing Oklahoma, college baseball with Texas facing Arkansas, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. Quick uh, note on that the Missouri game tomorrow is going to be on 1260 because of uh, the conflict with basketball. So just note that. And everything else should be pretty normal women's game on the bat on Sunday. And then softball games on the bat, except for that Sunday game when it come, uh, has a little conflict there with the women's game. The uh, last softball game will move to twelve sixty. So all across the Austin Radio Network, we'll get you all kinds of Longhorn sports this weekend. Right now, let's get you uh, Why Today Matters. It's February 17th. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. There's a lot of things that you could talk about on February the 17th, but uh, it is one of those birthdays where... One of those days, rather, where you got a couple of goat discussions. Today is kind of a double goat day because Jim Brown and Michael Jordan share a birthday. Damn. So, to many, those are the greatest that have ever played that game. Now, some would go with maybe a Jerry Rice if you're going all-time one guy. But there are plenty of NFL fans that would tell you it's Jim Brown, pound for pound, guy for guy, uh, you know, position for position. Yeah, like Jerry Rice, Tom Brady. Right. I mean, you know, is Brady in the discussion now of not only, for some people, it's greatest quarterback ever. Would he be in that discussion? Greatest player ever because of the resume and everything that's there. Is it him? Happy 87 to Jim Brown today. Michael Jordan is a clean 60, like we talked about earlier in the week. He donated all the money to make a wish. So it's got to be, there has to be a big party plan for tonight. Michael's turning 60. Yeah, you know he's going to turn up. Yeah. A lot of cigars going to be smoked. MJ, he'll do it right. He definitely will. That'll be an expensive night uh, for uh, for a lot of folks. Happy birthday to those two guys. Um, happy birthday and rest in peace to Taylor Hawkins of uh, Foo Fighters, the drummer that died in 2022. That was uh, a sad story. Also, rest in peace to the great Buddy Ryan, who would have been 92 today, one of the craziest characters in coaching history. Uh, and he died in 2016. It's been that long. God, it's been seven years almost since we lost Buddy Ryan. Wow. He was a crazy-ass old man. I heard Rex might be up for the defensive coordinator job in Denver. Really? Yeah, I know Sean Payton and him go back. Oh. Look for that. I hadn't even heard about him wanting to get back into it. 
Yeah. He's done he's done well as a broadcaster though. I like him there. He has done pretty well. Funny, seems to be comfortable with it, but I could see I could see him wanting to go give it a shot one more time. I mean, you know, if he goes there, he's gonna try to pluck Michael Parsons because they both have their foot fetish thing. <laughs> they are they are foot brothers. <laughs> they they are. They are foot fetish brothers. There's no doubt about that. Um, what else do we have musically today? In addition to the Taylor Hawkins, we got Ed Sheeran is thirty two today and tomorrow. Dr. Dre will turn 58 years old. Dr. Dre, Damn. two years younger than MJ. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Interesting. John Travolta will be 69 tomorrow. Nice. Rene Russo, 69 today. Rene Russo. They're that close together. If you've ever, you ever seen Get Shorty? No. It's a good movie. Okay. You'd enjoy it. That's a good John Travolta. That's a really good John Travolta. It's a movie I didn't love the first time I saw it. It's grown on me over the years. I appreciate it a little bit more now. And the performances that are in it, Travolta's really good. And that is a Rene Russo, man. Woo! She's so good in that movie. Sexy as hell. Just everything she's supposed to be. Rene Russo's awesome. I thought John in the Super Bowl commercial, I thought it was all right with those dudes from Scrubs. Yeah, it's okay. It was all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to pay homage to Greece a little bit. I've grown numb to the Super Bowl spots over the years. It kind of jumped the shark for me, and now it just it takes a whole lot to get me to react. It's kind of like, a, oh, okay, all right. Let's just kind of looking forward to getting back to the game. Yo, I've had nightmares on the Tubi commercial with the bunnies throwing people out the house and throwing people in the rabbit hole and stuff. <laughs> That's some scary-ish. I'm glad I missed that spot. I've heard multiple people say that. I missed it. Somehow I missed it. Terrifying. Yeah, I don't need to see it. I don't want to see a commercial that's going to make me sleep differently. I don't need that at all. Uh, another quick why today matters for me, Zay. Forget about this thing with Tiger and Justin Thomas and hands in the tampon or whatever. Forget about that. If Tiger's involved this weekend, does that draw you in? Are you one of those people that will watch golf that you might not have otherwise watched because of Tiger? Yes. Okay, me too. He just has that type of power, and it, ju- it just looks different. Watching the crowds and just the publicity that he gets whenever he's on top, whenever he does well, it- it's just different. It's none that we'll ever see again. Think about – I was trying to think of better of other examples of that. Like, are there people – I like tennis. I watch it anyway. Are there people that watch the Williams sisters just because they were them and they didn't like tennis? Oh, that, for sure. Because that's the true transcendence. If they make you watch a sport you wouldn't have watched, that's how powerful Tiger is. I can remember my grandmother in the 90s saying to me, have you heard about this Tiger Woods? She's never asked me about an athlete of any kind. Right. And she's asking about him. She doesn't play golf, doesn't watch golf, doesn't care about golf. But she would ask about him. And I was trying to think of other examples. Maybe Williams sisters. For me, Michael Phelps was that guy. I never watched swimming the rest of the year. Ever. I don't watch it, but when Michael Phelps was in that pool, I was watching. The toughest brothers from the hoodest of hoods picked up a golf club when Tiger started doing his thing. Yeah. Like, it's just incredible. Yeah. No, it's just – he – it it it, do, it changes things, and you can you can see it this weekend. You can see those galleries change, and that's the that's the, the that's the part of it. It 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 does, and through the years, he's obviously helped golf to raise itself in, in in certain ways. Those other guys know it too, but it is just different when it's him. Yeah, it's different. If he if you took him out of there, the percentage of fans that would not be around, I don't know how it's it's. It's a truly unique thing in an individual sport. The money wouldn't be what it is today. 
Right. Tiger Dan come in the game. There's no doubt. I hope he's involved. He was five shots back yesterday. There are other guys shooting really, really well right now. John Rahm is playing his earth off right now. A couple other guys up at the top playing really well. I think Justin and uh, and Rory are playing well. Speaking of with Rory, Tiger. with that new little documentary series they got on Netflix following guys around the PGA Tour, mm-hmm. they got Rory on there saying, Ethel. Really? Talking about lefty. And I guess his association with Live Golf, he's out there saying, F Phil. They caught that moment, huh? Yo, he wanted them to catch. He goes oh, on he after and goes, and y'all keep that in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, he knew he was on camera. He knew they were live. Rory getting saucy, huh? Rory getting saucy. I love it. I do, too. Yeah, right? I kind of liked it. When, again, <laughs> I need that pettiness in golf. A little petty, a little sports drama, a yeah. little soap opera. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like it. All by, right. by the way, Chad, sorry. Let me yep. get this out before we go to break. Okay. My ber- my mom's birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, oh, Mom. Oh, is that right? Absolutely. I love you. I can't wait to see you so we could celebrate. I was going to say, got something planned for tomorrow? No. Take her out. So Big meal. We got, we, we got like five birthdays in February in our family. Oh, yeah. So we just have one big celebration at the end of the month, and we're doing that. That's weird how that happens in families, right? Isn't that odd? Yeah, you go back and you go back and trace that stuff. You'll get to some weird reasons why those things happen. Yeah, we just had mine, my pops. We just had his. You know, my nieces, my brother's lady, the whole nine. <laughs> it's nuts. They're worn out at the end of February from all the celebrating. All right, that's why today matters to us, the 17th and a little bit of 18th tomorrow. Big weekend in sports, all kinds of stuff uh, going on, even though the NFL just finished up. A lot of things happening. Stems and seeds, before we get out of here, we'll set you up for today, tonight, the weekend, uh, and then get to it ourselves. Ball Don't Lie is coming up with Rod and Hards. Keep it right here on The Horn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just can't handle this Born in the land of the scared Thirteen years of age At the time Moms ain't kicking in I gotta get my Almost done with the Friday show Nice mellow way to end here Do I have a chance here, Zay? No, zero I do not recognize that voice Who is it? MC8 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 Look at you Compton's most wanted you going with the numbers this hour, E-40 and MC-8? Yeah, pretty underground. MC-8, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie Menace to Society. I have not. It has Lawrence Tate in there and MC-8 is also in there. It's probably like a couple of steps below Boys in the Hood. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's good. It's really good. Good, it's not that good. It's not that You're right. good. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's a... It's a long way to go to get to that. It's tough. Um, MC8, E40, The Doors, Kansas, Scandal, Ozzy have all been a part of the show. The juvenile beat to start this hour. If you missed it earlier, my 16-year-old daughter has decided Zay, in a couple weeks, has to check out Janelle Monet's Dirty Computer. 
as an album to listen to. So he will be talking about that at the same time. I will be talking about, let's see, next week is Old Dirty Bastard. That means, is it Raekwon? Yeah. That record is the next one. Yeah. I'm just about done with the Old Dirty Bastard. There's some really good stuff on there. Yeah, it's good. What I like is I'm getting a respect for... The vision that RZA has is cool for getting the individuals a little attention, but man, when they fire multiple talents at once in a song, that's when it goes to that next level. Right. That's that next level. Like the song Snakes on the ODB record, everybody seems like they're on it. So yeah. you, you could tell it's not just him. When it starts as him, and then there's another voice and another, and it's back and forth, the energy just picks up a little bit. Man, when that whole crew is at least partially involved, it just takes it to another level. And I think that's why Cuban Links, the Raekwon album, because it's featuring Ghostface. Like, Ghostface is on 14 out of the 17 songs. So it'll be both of those guys. Right. And now, if you go listen to Iron Man, which we'll get to that in Uh a few weeks, too, that's featuring Raekwon and Capadonna. Capadonna's another member of Wu-Tang. He's not as popular as And he shows up along the way, correct? Yeah, he kind of shows up okay. along the way. Yeah. He wasn't on Enter the Wu-Tang or 36 Chambers. He wasn't on right. that album because he was locked up. He was on the second Wu-Tang album. He was always in the group. Okay. He, he was just locked up. So, yeah, the features on the album and stuff, uh, it's pretty incredible. And, yeah, you're right. RZA, just his vision, it's just remarkable how he knew everybody was going to be a star in their own right got them all their individual contracts and deals so they wouldn't be splitting money or fighting over money and yeah kept the group intact pretty much yeah i think it was one of those ensemble tracks that the high school kids were walking by the car yesterday and they heard coming out of the (laughs) car to kind of turn it down like oh hey what's going on um i was like the guy at the beginning of office space just trying to make sure everybody's like okay let's (laughs) calm it down a little bit all right uh before we get out of here let's get you stems and seeds and set you up for a big weekend no stress no Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. We haven't mentioned the story yet, but just keep your eye on it. Alvin Kamara indicted on a batter, in a battery case. There's a guy that plays with the Bengals that was involved, two other guys involved, and they are accused of assault in Vegas, of assaulting a guy in Vegas last February. Zay, I'm reading this dude's looking for like $10 million in the s- separate suit but now they've been indicted on this battery charge, and I think Kamara's claiming self-defense. There are five of y'all stomping old boy out. Self-defense. Yeah, There's like four guys doing this to one guy. Nah, man. It makes a lot of sense because Alvin Kamara had a horrible year. He was not good this year. So if that was on his mind. Just distracting him. Yeah, to yeah, distract maybe. him, it Oof. would make a lot of sense. By the way, on the opposite side of things, how do you think Travis Kelsey will do hosting Saturday Night Live? Great. He's hilarious. I agree. I think he'll Very pull it off. Very personable. Good-looking dude. Yeah, he'll kill it. That's March 4th. He's agreed to do that. Um, also, throughout the weekend, you got Tiger and the rest of them at the Genesis event to peek in on. Zay, did I do anything to make you care about the XFL this week? Did I Did I succeed at all? Nah. No. Oh, man. Okay. I'll come back with a full report for you. All right. I'll, Mo- pe- I'll take a peek. Monday in the crap bag. I'll tell if there was anything worth dealing with. I'll take a peek. Okay. I'll look in. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma, tomorrow, do the Longhorns handle their business? Yeah. 
Got to stop Grant Sherfield. Got to stop him, man. Number 25, he could really go. The horns slow him down. I know Porter Mosier's squad's been playing good as of late, but you slow Grant Sherfield down, you give yourself a chance. So there's a report out there that the Jets are going to visit with Derek Carr, their uh, new passing game coordinator, I think has a history with him. If you're the Jets and you can't get Aaron Rodgers, is Derek Carr the next best option for you? Yeah. Okay. Unless if they can finesse somehow to get Lamar Jackson. I don't think they can, so yes. What about Carr or Ryan Tannehill? Carr. Okay. I think I might lean that way, too. Yeah, maybe, you know how bad that Aggie could be. Like it's it's just maybe the Der- the Derek Carr thing does go up and down, but maybe it doesn't go as far down when it goes bad. When Ryan Tannehill's bad, the whole team is like lifeless. Yeah, no, it's it's so weird what can happen to him when it goes south. <laughs> it's crazy. And he's had the best running back in the last decade on this team. Yes, that's fair to point out. Keep an eye on that. The Jets' quarterback position could be interesting. Everybody have a great weekend. Ball don't lie. Coming up with Rod and Harge and Longhorn Baseball cranks it up tonight with Arkansas. 7 o'clock, 6.45 pregame. That'll be right here on the Horn. Have a great weekend. See ya.